Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I am Josh. I'm Jake. And today we are watching episode number 174, Power Rangers Zio, episode 16, 15, 17, 18, 19? We're 19 in. 19. Shoot. It aired May 18th, 1996, written by, It's this is what I was just checking off the air, it says Mart Litton. It should say Mark. His name is Mark, not Mart. No, it's his dad, Mart. Oh, his dad. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Papa Litton. So this is this is <laughs> old old Papa Litton and your rad dad, Robert Radler. This is how we got the nickname Dulgus. Yeah, it's because it was a it was, it was misspelled yeah. on the Congratulations, wiki. Congratulations, <laughs> Mart! You got a new nickname. <laughs> Welcome to the family. <laughs> if you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, then we come back and we talk about it. And you can follow along if you got Netflix or the DVDs, and you should. It's cool. It's cool stuff. Yeah, Power Rangers is pretty cool. Guys. Power Rangers is pretty cool right now. If you can believe it, Rocky's not only tolerable but fun. Yeah. Can you believe that? I would lie if you said that to me like a year right. ago. I would punch <laughs> you in the mouth. Remember when I tweeted that he wasn't as bad as I remember? Is it because of Zio? No, it was still Dirt Mighty Morphin. I don't know what that guy's problem was. I don't know. That guy being me. That young. You were young. But I'm going to go ahead and say it was because of Zio. That was Zio. Yeah, TV. sure. Anyway, let's go watch challenges. What do you say? I. It's Morphin Time! We just watched challenges. Challenges. Okay, so you do the you're doing the David Bowie song. I'm doing the David Bowie. When I did it last time, I was doing the Brady Bunch song. Oh, which I think is the difference between the two of us. Yep, one of many. <laughs> <laughs> they might have just been covering David Bowie. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they weren't. I don't know. Anyway, morphingrid.homer.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you only leave us a review, that'd be awesome. And, and, we're on Patreon. So if you really enjoy what we do here, and we hope you do, and you got a couple extra bucks every month, uh, think about maybe supporting the show. You can go over to patreon.com slash Josh. And for just a little bit, you get a lot of cool stuff. For $5 or more, you get things. At $5, you get all the bonus stuff that goes to the Patreon. Yeah. nothing, No physical rewards, but all the cool, all the bonus episodes for this, for Pokemon World Tour. That's it so far. <laughs> yeah. So, so consider doing that if you're if you're feeling generous. We super appreciate it. While we're talking about that stuff, I'm, I'm a little bit of a sleepy diaper baby right now. Because I just spent seven hours making sure that the zine got out on time. Yeah. So if you are a Patreon, the patron, a Patreon supporter, it's the word I was looking for. If you are the Evolution Patreon. <laughs> uh, you should have got an email notification that I posted the file over there. So go download it. Check it out. It's yeah. pretty cool. That was a couple days ago. Yeah. Gonna, this goes up Friday. It's not up while we're yeah, recording. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to part the kimono a little bit. It's not up yet, but it will be today or tomorrow. Probably Probably today. Well, it will be when they hear this. By the time you hear it, it's definitely up. So I'm going to try to get it up tonight. So Yeah, so if you're a patron at $5 or more, you can go look at it for free. You can get it for free. Yep. If you... And and we'll probably send you a PDF if you want it that way. Or is that... Or they just download the PDF from the... You can just download it from from the Patreon. Patreon, Unless you specifically want us to email it to you. 
Then let, me, know. let me know and I'll do that. Yeah. Um, and if you contributed anything and if you're you not a patron, we'll email you a copy. You'll get a copy from the email. If you are a $20 or above backer, you're going to get a printed copy once we figure out how we're doing that. <laughs> a little bit down just the road. Like, just like cool it, man. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. But if you're not and you do want to read it, you can go to bit.ly slash gridzine1, G-R-I-D-Z-I-N-E, then the number one. I can get it there. It's only three dollars. Yeah, you can go check out a cool zine that a lot of people contributed to, and you get to see some really awesome Shannon Maynard art for a thing that I wrote. Yeah, it's a little Shannon Maynard heavy <laughs> in the well, art. We didn't get as much art yeah. as I wanted, um, so I couldn't make just like a full art spread like I wanted to. So I sprinkled what I could throughout empty space and the articles and stuff. But here's here's the good news, guys. There's good news. Don't worry about it. Because in two months, we're doing another one. We're going to do pink. Yeah. Send your pink ranger stuff. Send start pink right now. St- start this minute. Hey, guys. Start. Who's your favorite pink ranger? Let us know. Let us know. Right now. A million. Here's another I thing. I don't want to have to make a zine in the day again. And that was a lot my fault. <laughs> it's a little bit Pokemon's fault. <laughs> it's a little bit Pokemon's fault. But that also is mostly that is my also fault. Mostly uh, it's, uh, it's our first zine. We didn't know what we were getting into. <laughs> You know how this podcast used to work? It was so slapdash. I'm I'm uh, astonished that we got to this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, start sending in your stuff for Pink Rangers. And if you're sending in an article, no more than 1,000 words. 1,000 words. I want the next one to have a better balance of text and, and art. And art, uh, yeah. Because this first one's a little text heavy. That goes for fan fiction, too, because we got, we got yeah. some cool fan fiction. So just send, like... Th- that are very good. Yeah, like they're very them, good. But, but send, like, a 1,000-word teaser... And then, like, send the rest, and we'll put it on the website yeah, or something. Or just fit it all into a thousand words. We have a thousand word limit. That's a thousand our, words, that's, not, a, not a lot. I don't know if you could tell a whole story in a thousand words. You can tell, like, a little story. That's the limit. If you can't meet it, let us know. <laughs> let us know. It might, it might go up to 1,500. I don't know how many words look like. I don't know. That, yeah, that's I, not I, a sentence. <laughs> so, anyway, you want to talk about Power yep. Rangers? <laughs> cool. So, we start off with Tommy and that mysterious man who materialized it on a horse. Just kind of, like, looking at each other. Yeah. Well, Tommy, like, walks all the way up to him. He's like, who are you? And he, he being the mysterious the horseman, mysterious man. Uh, kicks his leg over the horse. Oh, yes. Have you, ever seen, <laughs> have you ever seen Riker sit down on a chair? How he throws his leg over the back and then sits down? Riker, like From Star Trek? Star Trek? Yes. Yeah. You know how he sits down like that? Yeah. That's how this guy gets off a, a horse. Yeah. He throws his leg all the way over. <laughs> and he doesn't say anything at all. And he starts walking away from Tommy. Tommy's like, hey, man, you need to, like, tell me. You're being very rude. <laughs> you need to tell me who you are. <laughs> and then Sam Trueheart just is like, hey, I'm here. Hey, what's up, Tommy? So Tommy turns to, like, you just came out of nowhere and surprised me. And when he turns back, this mysterious man is gone. He just walked. He slowly walked away. I guess. Well, old man Trueheart was like, hey, look at me while he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, Tommy, follow me up this mountain. So they go up the mountain. And it's a cool, like. Camera, it's a camera trick, air quotes. It's just like, they just like cut. Because like, yeah. it's the same shot, but like they both walk off screen and then immediately they come over the, the crest of the mountain. And it'll just it's like a good, it's a cool camera shot. They're just called shots. It's a cool yep. camera trick. I it liked is. it. So he's like, Tommy, you know what a vision quest is? Tommy's like, yeah. Uh, some Native American tribes would send uh, their adolescents. I forget what he says. There, he would say he, he might. He might just say like young men. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. send them into the mountains or wherever with no food or water, and they couldn't come back until they had a vision. Can we put science on the table for a second? Sure. They're just hallucinating, right? A little bit. They're just yeah. like hunger hallucinations. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
maybe or you know or maybe it is like they got a vision look i want to believe in mystical magic more than anything (laughs) but i feel like it's probably probably a lot of it is hallucination it's a dehydration and, and, and hunger but you know maybe also the spirits overtake them so sam materializes a falcon in his arm he just sticks his arm out and he's like cool falcon whoosh and tommy's fine with this and I get that he's a Power Ranger and he fights monsters every day and that, like, his job is that he gets in a robot and punches those monsters. Right. But, like, this is, like, legitimate magic. And I know he used to fight a Space Witch who did magic, too, but, like, never this close. He's been under <laughs> magic spells. That's true. Maybe, f- okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to take it back. I didn't think it all the way through. I guess if anyone would be super cash about a Magic Falcon, <laughs> right. it would be Tommy. And Kat, because she was also... She also was. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that time she was in a Double Dare bucket and they slowly made her red? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't bring up Double Dare. Nope. Okay, we have a whole extra podcast for that now. Yep. Go check out Gascast Game of Sports. So, Sam materializes Falcon. And he's like, all right, shoo, Falcon. And the Falcon turns into dust again and then materializes in the air. That like, startles Tommy. That does. Why didn't he just, like, make him fly away? Uh, it kind of does fly away. Like, it goes to take off of his arm but then like as it lifts off unmounts his arm whatever word i'm looking for both of those are correct as it does that like it (laughs) it turns into dust and floats away yeah and then tommy's like whoa what and we cut to commercial and then we cut back and he's like so you want me to go on a vision quest (laughs) he's like yeah here's the thing you gotta follow that falcon maybe this is when he says touch the falcon i don't think i heard him say touch the falcon i don't think i I think he said follow that falcon and he will lead you to your vision on, or me... he will lead you on your quest or some Hold something. I, I wrote it down somewhere. Okay, touch the falcon and find your answers. Tommy says that later. I did not hear him say that at all. I don't think okay. Sammy Boy said that. So Tommy's just making stuff up now. Maybe he's already hallucinating. <laughs> When's the last time he had anything to eat? I don't know. Uh, Sam says before he like sends Tommy off, he's like, you'll find your answers, but don't be surprised if you also find more questions. Tommy's like, thanks. <laughs> okay. And we cut to the juice bar, where there's two kids sparring, like boxing sparring. <laughs> like, kind of. They're like... Okay, yes. They're hunched over themselves, and like... <laughs> they're just like moving their That's hands That's the inward. weirdest boxing. Have you ever... You've seen Dexter's Lab. Yeah. You know how uh, Mandark... Is that the bad guy? I think. The other kid? I don't know. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I don't remember if that's his name. We're going to call him Mandark for right now. All right. Uh, you know how he and, and Dexter fight? How they would like gear up to fight and then they would put their elbow over their eyes and slowly tap their knuckles oh, at they each just, other? Oh, they just dab at each other? Yeah. Yeah. This is That's kind of <laughs> like... It's kind of like this. If, if these kids were doing that, but also hockey fighting. That's what this is. <laughs> so Adam's like, hey, Ernie, what's going on? What? Why are these kids fighting each other? At, Ernie is counting money right now. He just has like a yeah. wad of bills in his hands. And I don't know why. Uh, did Did Rocky pay him for the drinks? He gave him like $51 bills then. <laughs> I don't know. What, why, is he just, why is Ernie just walking around like a money bag? So maybe, what's he doing? Maybe just to be like, hey guys, don't worry. I'm not going out of business anytime well, soon. Yeah, because he's like, yeah, I thought you guys would like some boxing. <laughs> so I got a boxing guy in here to teach lessons for free. Yeah. Which makes it weird. Which makes me money. count my money when I do things for free. <laughs> yeah, so I like that. That he's like, I thought that this might be something people are interested in, so I talked to somebody. We're gonna find out who the instructor is in a second. If you search your mind, I think you can find it, you can figure it out. Can I spoil it? It's the rock. Oh, you're right. It is spoilers. The rock. It is the rock. <laughs> we'll get there in a second. But Adam's like, Oh man, I wanna sign up. And Rocky's like, You want you want a box? And he's like, Yeah, because there's like all sorts of techniques that I just don't know that I can maybe incorporate. 
Yeah, he's like boxing has its style. own different style and techniques, and I, I, I'm Adam Park, so I want to make my own martial arts. I want to make it the best that I can, <laughs> and if I can do everything, then like that'll be the best. And Rocky's like, yeah, good point. You did beat the crap out of me the other day. Right. So <laughs> Tanya's like, like, hey, go do it. Yeah, good job. So he goes over to sign up. Bulk and Skull come in. Adam's in line. He's signing up. Bulk and Skull like walk right up to the front because they're cops. Right. And they're like, hey, uh, what are you doing? What's his line for? Adam's like, oh, it's uh, boxing lessons that they're giving away for free. He doesn't say boxing. Adam just says free lessons. Free lessons. Okay. And he Bulk grabs it. And he's like, that's our favorite price <laughs> or something to that effect. Yeah. And then LT walks up. Old Kurt Angle, Lieutenant Stone, <laughs> comes up. He's like, oh, I'm so glad that you want to get my boxing lessons. And Skull's like, hold on a minute. Boxing? No. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, like, this is my assistant, a large man. A large guy who will punch you a lot. Uh, a his, man. his sweatshirt, Lieutenant Stone's sweatshirt, says Jerry the Rock Stone. So okay. that's... This is May of 1996. He so... was... I don't think Rocky Maivia had debuted yet. Let me look it up. I think Rocky Maivia might be around, but he's definitely not The Rock. Right. You check that. Rocky Maivia debuted at the 1996 Survivor Series. So he did not debut until November. So Rocky Maivia wasn't even around yet. Nope. Within a year... Lieutenant Stone, the original Rock. Within a year, he would be The Rock. Yeah. So, So what I'm thinking is that... He's a Power Rangers somebody, fan. Somebody is a Power Rangers fan. Hey, Rock, give us that bump on Twitter. Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? <laughs> if The Rock's like, yeah, that's where I got it. This is the morphing grid. We would blow up. Maybe, maybe literally, maybe I would literally blow if, up. Look, if I saw The Rock in our at mentions, I would die. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rock, if you if you tweet about us, you get a free copy of the zine. You get a free copy of the zine free for life. Free copy of the zine for life. Free, free zines for life for the Rock. <laughs> no drinks, though. No drinks, though. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So back to before we had to go on this Rock tangent. He's like, yeah, you're going to sign up for these lessons. It's too late. Here's my large friend who will box at you. All right. He's going to teach you boxing by hurting you a lot. I guess. Smash cut to Sprocket in a boxing ring on the moon fighting Cogs. He is messing up Cogs. He Sprocket is, has got a little, he's got a little bit of that uh, boxing action got, in he's him. He's got the juice. He's got that yeah. juice. I don't know what you call like someone who's good at boxing. Then he knows the sweet science. He's, he's got the. Uh, he's got the moves. He's got those bee stings. He's got the. He's got the bee stingers. No. The butterfloats. No, <laughs> butterfloat is my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> Anyway, so he's like, yeah, he's boxing and so am I. Let's get a boxing monster and box him up. I don't I don't know. Well, he says I've got the perfect creature. And I, I don't know. I feel like creature is an organic word. This thing is a little organic, but it, also it's a kind little of, not. But it's definitely a robot. Oh, for sure. It might be a cyborg boxing man. Maybe. We'll talk about him in a minute. Cut back down to Tommy, who's like, hey. He sees the man, the mysterious man from earlier. He's like, hey, stop. And he doesn't, and then we just cut back to the juice bar. That's that's it for that second. <laughs> We're going to jump to Tommy not getting close to the man, like, a lot this episode. So just get ready for that. Prepare yourselves. So at the juice bar, Lieutenant Stone's like, all right, most important thing about boxing, agility. Here's some jump ropes. Get jumping. And they're like, this is for girls. And he's like, hey, how about you just, like, try jump roping for a minute? Jumping rope? Jump. Jumping rope. 
jumping rope. Try jumping them ropes. And then he's like, all right, we can do this. Well, all Adam, right. to the surprise of nobody, is great at jumping yeah, rope. Yeah, he just like starts. Like He's like, all right, start jumping roping. And he's like, yes, sir. <laughs> and he starts. Did you just say jumping roping? <laughs> Yeah, I put them together. I'm well, hedging, I'm hedging if you're not bets. sure. <laughs> so we get, it's not really a montage. Maybe it's more of a time lapse of it's Vulcan a, Skull, <laughs> heavy air quotes, jumping rope. And yeah, just at like one point, poorly. Skull just has half of it on the ground. Like He's only holding one handle, and he's just like walking over it. <laughs> and then he gets too close to Bulk. So Bulk, who's trying to do it right, hooks Skull in the hand. And then I think the next time we see them, they're hogtied on the floor. Yep. So we cut back to Tommy, climbing the mountain. He sees the falcon, and he's like, touch the falcon, get your answers. As if that's a thing he heard, which I'm confident I'm he did not. I'm pretty sure he did not. I think Trueheart, Sam Trueheart, told him to follow the falcon. Yeah. And then Tommy was like, well, if I catch it, then I win the game. <laughs> right, I can win this. <laughs> Just touch it? I can do that. You never said touch it, Tommy. I'm going to touch it. I'm going to touch not... it, though, because if I follow it and then I touch it, then I'm at the end of following it. What's the point of following it if I don't touch it? <laughs> well, I guess that you have a point. Cut back to Balkan Skull and the Juice Bar. They're hogtied to each other, or as my notes said, they are hotties to each other. Oh, I don't okay. know. I don't know what my autocorrect... <laughs> I, we know who my autocorrect ships now. It's yeah. Skull. <laughs> Team Bull? Skulk. Skulk. I like Skulk a lot better. <laughs> Cut back to Tommy, sprinting up the mountain, trying to catch the man. Man disappears. Can't get to the man. <laughs> Cut back down. <laughs> I just remembered that we have two emails. Oh. Um, so one of them I will talk about later because it pertains to something that is in the episode. The other one, Corbin's, will save for the next episode. Okay. So, Corbin, you got to wait a couple more days. But now, we're going to get to yours in a minute. So Adam is like shadow boxing down the road. Like he's like into it. He's into it. And we, we hear Sprocket go, oh, Power Ranger from off. Hey, Power Ranger boy. And he's like, hey. I'm in this junkyard. Junkyard? This construction, construction specific site? junkyard? Yeah. This is where you put all your construction dump. Because it's like those giant air tubes. It's well, a bunch like, of those. And there's like those concrete pipes yeah what are those even what are those even for sewers i don't know could be anything i'm not in construction hey if you're in construction let us know what those are because they're on every construction site but i have no idea what they do (laughs) they're even a public works in animal crossing that's true (laughs) so sprocket's like hey power ranger come over here Uh," and he's like all right well someone's called me a power ranger and that's not okay I better go punch them a couple times. Right. I just learned these sweet punches. I'm going to go do some punches. I'm going to go use them. So he's like, I'm going to beat you up. And I was like, you're a little fat baby robot. I don't think you're going to beat me up. I'm Adam Park. Have we met? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, not me. I am a fat baby robot. You're right. But. <laughs> he's got the moves, though. He does have some moves. I don't think he's got. But I also think those cogs were just. They were throwing the game. They were, they were built to be beat they, up by Sprocket. They were taking falls. <laughs> it's, it was Taking rude. a dive. They were taking dives. So he's like, here is my friend, Punch a Bunch. Brilliant name. Great name. Go Munch a Bunch a Punch a Bunch. <laughs> punch a Bunch attacks, and Adam's like, all right, well, I guess I'll morph then. So he morphs. He, he pu- like pretends to be scared for a second. Yeah. I think. I, and then he like, no, nah, I'm morphing. I'm going to fight you. He's like, no, nah, I'm Adam Park. <laughs> <laughs> so he morphs. They box. Adam's holding his own. Yeah, he's punching him pretty good. He's doing some good punches. He's getting punched, but he's also yeah, doing some punches. He gets like one real good punch and like is like knocked down. And he's like, all right, I better call for help because like, you know, I'm not cocky. I'm not Tommy. 
Right. I know when I'm outmatched. So he's like, hey, Zordon, I need some help. And before he can, before anyone can answer him, or even before his intermission gets out or something, he just, like, catches on fire. It looks like he burns up. Yeah, he just <laughs> disintegrates in a green flame. Yeah, and we'll see what happens later. But, like, for a couple minutes, we don't know what happens yeah, to Adam. Yeah, nobody mentions it. So, okay, so we cut back to the juice bar. And Tanya yes. and... And Rocky are there, and Cat walks up, and she's like, "Hi!" And they are immediately beeped before yep. they could even say hello back. Quick, what was Cat wearing? Can you guys guess? It's a pink sweater with a, a black skirt with some stuff on with it. A, with a pattern. With a pattern. I could not tell what it was. And black tights. The and, and real cute hair. Her, her hair's cute. Her hair's always cute. That's a given. This uh, time, this is this is one notable thing about this outfit. This sweater is enormous. It's very huge. And earlier. Adam was also wearing a very huge Is sweater. Is it supposed to still... I mean, I guess it was winter two he episodes was in, ago. He was in a, an entire sweat outfit. He, he had his giant sweater and some giant sweat pants. We gotta sweat it out. Sweat yeah. into the 80s. His looked more functional, and Katz is definitely more fashion. Yeah. It looks good on her. They beep as soon as she gets there. As soon as she's like, hey guys. So they go They go to walk into the, like, the little hallway, and Ernie comes out. And he just like gives him this look. Is this a nod? Is this kind of a nod? If he would have just walked out and been like, oops, sorry, guys, didn't see you. You know, like, then... Because, like, Richard Janelle is not, like, the best actor in the world, but he is, like, an... He was not hired because he can kick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He is an actor, and so he can convey things in, in ways. And so I feel like if he would have come out and been like, oh, sorry, guys, like, it would have been like, no, I don't know what's going on. Right. But he says nothing and just gives None them of them this, say anything. The Rangers are dead silent. And they awkwardly are, like, looking around, like, that kind of... Right. Playing it cash. Just, like, <laughs> uh, and he just kind of, like, looks at them and walks away smirking. So this is basically a nod to, hey, Ernie knows. Ernie knows. At this point, I think with this look, and we've said this probably six times now, we can confirm... I think so. That Ernie knows. I think this is an on-camera confirmation that Ernie knows. Because he says knows. nothing and just goes like, yeah, I know what you're doing in there. And All then right. they go in the hallway. Zordon's like, go help Adam at the park. He's fighting a monster. Uh, so then Kat does her best Tommy. Yep. She yells, it's morphin' time, as loud as she can. She does. She's got a good in, call. In the open doorway leading out into the juice bar where everybody is. I they don't even step behind the wall. Maybe they're all boxing very loudly. I hope so. I don't know. At this point, we just have to go like. At this point, Zordon's show. like, "Well, if nobody tells you they know, then they don't know." Right. That's what I meant. <laughs> That's what I meant by that. By don't tell anyone who you are. Is <laughs> like if someone finds <laughs> it's out, like a don't ask, like, don't tell yeah. about who's a Power Ranger. They teleport into the construction site where Punch a Bunch is there, and I don't know what happens, but they just make Punch a Bunch big. Yeah. Uh, nobody's worried about Adam. No. Because Zordon said, hey, go help Adam fight a monster in the construction zone. And they get there, and nobody questions where Adam is. Yeah, it's very weird. And then they do just make him grow. I guess because he's outnumbered. Yeah, I, I think so, because they're just like, all right, let's let him grow. This is where we're going to read Dow's email. I was supposed to read at the beginning. There's two parts to it. We're going to save the first part for next time, because it's very big. It ends with, going to leave a pause here so you can get a drink of water if you need it after that long paragraph. Go ahead. I'll wait. Okay, now that you have the strength to fight the Hydro Hog, I have a few more things to tell you. The Royal House of Gadgetry, the household of King Mondo, which also includes Clank and Orbis, in the House of Gadgetry, Sprocket and Orbis are both voiced by Barbara Goodson, who you re may remember from such roles as the voice of Rita. Wait, Sprocket and who? Orbis. Orbis, okay. Are both Barbara Goodson. Okay. Who was Rita. And he says, I uh, guess she's still making her monsters grow, even if she's not on the screen anymore. 
And Queen Machina is voiced by Alex Borstein. Stein? It's EI, so I'm going to say Borstein, whom you may best know from either Mad TV or the voice of about two-thirds of the women on Family Guy, but mainly Lois Griffin. I would not have been able to pick that out. No. But that's her. Okay. So Voice actors, oh, man. I mean, range. I mean, <laughs> I have like a lot of voices that I do on our YouTube channel. They're not good, though. And right, you can but, tell they're all but, me. <laughs> but I can tell they're all you. <laughs> so back to circling back to Clank and Orbis, I think Clank got modified so he had the flexibility to swing and throw Orbis around so he could make the monsters grow. Um, and then, which I think is right because he, he kind of does this like full body, like, yeah, rotation. he like pivots at the hips. Yeah. So, so that must have been what that like medical torture they did to him sure. early on was. And he, he ends with, is it just me, or does Clank look like he's modeled after a light bulb and Orbis after one of those scales in grocery stores to check how much fruit you're getting? <laughs> I've always thought Clank was a light bulb because he's just got this weird, like... It's this weird-shaped his head. His head is just weird-shaped. Yeah. And then now that you mentioned it, I think Orbis does kind of look like I a scale. I can see it. And he makes things grow. Like... Like a scale would. Like a scale makes your fruit grow? Yeah, you know how you put it on and it goes upwards? Yep. And then if you put more fruit... Goes, it grows more up. Yep, that's how scales work. <laughs> now that you guys all know how scales work, uh, I'll end this message by saying, I hope the Emperor of Dark Waters is soon defeated and his four-year reign of terror here in California will be over soon. Help me, Sestra One Kenobi. You're my only hope. Yeah, uh, apparently California is getting creamed by a drought right now. Really? Yeah, so... Uh, still? Still, forever. Because I had heard about it. Yeah. Um, so good luck with that, guys. Uh, I mean... Get a lot of bottled water. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best thing I can. The best advice I can offer you. And then there's a huge head cannon that we will talk about next time as well. So thank you, Dow, for those facts about the voice actors. I just thought saving it for now because most of those people are in this scene and they make the monster grow. So that pertains to Clank stuff. So it was a plan. It wasn't an accident. I didn't get embarrassed about saying a very bad sentence. I want to jump into the episode. <laughs> this is totally on purpose, guys. Uh, thank you, Dow, and we'll talk about the rest of your email in the next episode. So we cut back to us talking about it. That's not what I wanted to say, but here we are. So they make it big, and then they're like, uh-oh. Oh, hey, we don't have Zords. We can't fight it. I forgot that. I don't remember the last time we watched an episode of Power Rangers, but I forgot that the Zords were broke. Well, that was the last episode of Power Rangers was when the Zords broke. Right, but I don't remember when we watched that. That feels like it was so long ago, but it was probably... A week. Mm-hmm. Not even. Not even. Not Thursday. Even anyway, I think so. I forgot they were broke, so I was like, "Why don't they try to fight it first? Well, I, I understand that two of them are just feet, right? It would be. It would be Rocky versus be Punch a Bunch. It would be two feet and a chest. It wouldn't even be pants. They could kickbox him. Adam's the pants. Adam's they could. <laughs> so they couldn't even put the Greco Greco Roman. No pants style wrestle him. Adam is the connective tissue between those three swords. None of them touch each other. They go through Adam, so they couldn't have done anything. So Tommy gets a call from Zordon, and he's like, Hey, Tommy, you gotta cut your quest out. Your friends are in danger. You gotta hop in the Red Battle Zord. This is why Zordon warned him to not go on a vision quest right now. Yep. Because <laughs> the whole world is only can rely on him. Yep, and also his Zord is, how good it is, is determined by how focused Tommy is. Yeah. And if his attention is all kinds of split, it's not gonna be good. But he's like, ah, mm, all right, Zordon, I'll go. Because, like, he has a duty. I guess he was about to touch the Falcon. I felt like he, or he felt like he was very close. I think he, I think he felt like he was actually gaining on it for once. So we cut 
By the way, guys, this does not impact the vision quest at all. Don't worry. No, it's fine. Don't it's, worry. it's waiting for him. When there he are no back. consequences of him leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut back. Uh, he or yeah, we cut back to the construction site. And so he's like, "All right, guys." And so he, he lands, and he's like, "Well, that's a giant." Hey, Battlezord, come on. And then we cut to the Battlezords. Like, so we didn't see this last time, right? No, yeah. no, because he was in like scaffolding oh, right. and he, he broke just, out like, last stomped time. out. This, they figured out how to launch him. And by launch him, I mean shoot him like a bullet. <laughs> shoot him out of a gun. The red Battlezord is a bullet. Yeah. So like this, the mountain opens up and a gun comes out <laughs> and fires the red Battlezord at the monster. That's crazy. That's insane. Did Billy build that giant gun too? In like two days, yeah. Not even two days. No, not even because this happened like a second ago. Because <laughs> the episode starts where the last one ended. No time has passed. No. So he must have also built the gun at the same time? But he just wasn't done with the robot yet? Because he was like, oh, I need the gun first, obviously. I just... Why have bullets if you don't have a gun to shoot it with? Right. Even though that bullet is also like a very functional robot that has a lot of uses. Right. I mean, it can it can fight. <laughs> it doesn't need to be shot out of a gun. No, we're... No, but I got the idea, and we're doing it. <laughs> I also hired a thousand people to help me with this, because it's a big job. No, it's just him and Alpha. Just do, how? Zordon has a uh, remote tube that he just kind of zaps up into, just so he can watch and make so quips. Supervise. <laughs> just constantly asking, Billy, why are you making a gun? Why are you making a giant gun to Don't shoot worry about Zordon? Don't worry about it. I had a dream. Billy, this is not a good use of our resources, <laughs> Billy. Look, this is melted down other robots that we had. <laughs> we didn't. This not... is all the enemies we've defeated. I just turned them into a gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> the Red Battlezord and Punch a Bunch, they fight. It's mostly boxing because that's his gimmick. It's neat how much they're fighting, though. Yeah, but they're like legit, like fighting each other, which is yeah. cool. Like at one point, Battlezord just gets a just clocks him in the face. Just yeah, full on punches him in the mouth. Real, real good face punch. And then to finish this part of the fight, he ends up punching the thing's hand off? I think so. I, I don't know. I, I blinked and missed it, or, I guess. Or he punched Red Battlesword so hard that his own hand broke. Those are the two options that I have for that. Because his hand breaks. Yeah. I, I can't remember how. I think he might have punched too much. Probably. He punched too bunch, and now his hand's broken, and he's... Go go. He's got to <laughs> teleport away because Sprocket's like, "Hey, go hit the showers." Yeah, you take it. Take a powder. Uh, he teleports by collapsing into his muscles and then into his belt, into his championship belt. Yeah, and then rockets to the moon. I guess this is a weird. This is so weird. The Rangers are still there. Tommy comes out of his Zord. Sprocket is there. They could have like beaten Sprocket up while right, just but, like kill Sprocket real quick. Right. Yeah, but they were doing nothing, and he, they're like, "All right, Sprocket." Now we're going to beat you up. We weren't before because we weren't thinking, but now we're going to do it. And he's like, whoa, whoa, what about Adam? And they're like, we never even thought of that. Right, we totally forgot about Adam. So then this little square starts coming up, and it's a toy boxing ring. It's like a stone toy boxing ring, but right. it's about that size. And then a little pedestal comes up, and then Adam is on it, and he's little. He's a little trophy man. He's a little trophy. And he's standing on his little pedestal, and inside the boxing ring, his voice is real high. And so they're like, uh-oh. <laughs> He's like a chipmunk. And so Sprocket's like, all right, here's the deal. One more fight, one-on-one, your Battlezord versus my Punch-a-Bunch. And if you win, we'll make it out of big. And if I win, you're all trophies. And they're like, well, I mean, yeah, we'll do it. Adam's <laughs> like, no, guys, it's a trap. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we know. But like, we have to, <laughs> we have to do this, right? They teleport back to the 
command center or the power chamber, and they leave Adam there. They do. They just leave him to stand on his pedestal <laughs> as a trophy. He must be magically bound to it, right? Maybe. But Sprocket also leaves. So Adam is just alone He's in this just... construction site. <laughs> little. What if someone came that by? Sucks. And was like, hey, what's this little talking Indian in the cupboard man? Like, oh, what's man, going on here? Somebody took him, took him home and put him in their cupboard. But he was already alive. They, well, it's the opposite. So someone had it. Right. They had a little extra figure and put it in the cupboard. They got a little Adam Park. They, they're talking about how like they have to go back to the fight, and I don't remember what the specifics say, because Billy says, hey, Tommy, I've been measuring your concentration levels, and they were a little low. Yeah. Uh, Billy, can you, real quick, uh, 25 oh, words the- or less, tell me how you measure concentration? The Battle Zord has a brain scanner in it, uh, and, uh, and uh, it measures the concentrons. In the, right, of course. And I think the the back middle part of your brain is where yeah. you concentrate. Your concentrate concentron lobe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh my bad. I forgot all about that. <laughs> it's been a while since I've had an anatomy class. Read ever. I've never had one. They do the back to action. Tommy jumps in the Zord pre bullet shoot before it gets shot again. So Tommy's in the Zord when it gets no, shot. It's... Or is it mid is it mid flight? I think we just cut to him jumping into it mid flight. Because it's Spinning through the air. Yeah, it, it cuts out the firing of the gun this time. Yeah. But he, they, I think he jumps into it at about the same time. Yeah. they On the moon, at some point, they fixed Punch-A-Bunch. They gave him spike gloves. Yeah. Because spikes are cooler than not spikes. The spike lobby is everywhere. Also, I guess they're probably kind of armor, too. Yeah. Because he punched himself out last time, literally. Pretty much. They fight. Sprocket brings in this little control panel, or like the cogs do. Orbis is on top of it, and he's like, all right, well, this is a boxing fight. It's going to be the boxing ring. And he hits a button, and these chains materialize before, between four telephone poles, <laughs> and now they're in a boxing ring. But here's the thing. This is a cheaty boxing ring, because if Tommy gets too close to the ropes, Sprocket hits a button that zaps him. Yep. It's very cheaty. So they box back and forth. He's got Tommy in the corner, and he's just wailing on him, punching punches. And we cut back to the Power Rangers at the the power chamber who are just, like, looking at this on the viewing globe. And they're like, hey. I think Kat specifically is like, hey, maybe we should help. Yeah, why are we just standing here? Also, like, this is clearly cheating. Right. <laughs> so they teleport down, and they don't say what they're going to do, but they're like, we're going to even the odds are like maybe we'll- yeah they they land and i think sprocket immediately is like oh good cogs get him get him and then he like kind of takes a couple steps away from the control panel which gives cat enough time to immediately hit it with her sword yeah i think they fight cogs for like 1 second 1 second before cat's like i know why we i know what we have to do like it's obviously yeah. this thing controlling it i'm just going to take it out She's super efficient. She just goes up there and slices it with her sword, yeah. and then the chain ropes disappear. Yep, so now it's a fair fight. Now that the odds have been evened, the Red Battle Zord is a boxing machine. Yeah. It is going to town. Tommy, you know what he did after Billy told him about his concentration levels? He focused up. Focus up. <laughs> if you guys don't know who Chris Trudup is, is then like Google it. Google, that's his website. Go check it go, out. Go to ChrisTrue.biz. <laughs> He's the greatest professional wrestling manager in a long time. Yeah. Certainly of the For decade. For sure, yeah. For sure of this decade. They're fighting. He starts, like, rocket punching him at one point, and then he starts flying punching him. Yeah, as he's, like, just lighting him up, we cut to, like, shots of his arm pistons just, like, Chugging. Just, like, rocketing back and yeah. forth. Yeah. It's, I, I, I was waiting for that the whole fight. I was like, you have... 
Like you have shown to have like pistons in your forearms. Right. Like let's use those. So he starts using them. And he's hitting him so hard that he's like literally flying at Punch a Bunch. Just like crushing Yeah, at one point him. He, yeah. Just, he just jumps up and fly punches him. Then he does this like sweet spin attack and punches him to death. And that's yep. it. And so this is my this is uh, one of my favorite parts just because of how kind of goofy it is. Well, actually, no, it's kind of sad now that I think about it. So we cut back down to the construction site, and they're like, "All right, Sprague, we beat you. Got to turn Adam back." And he's like, "Yeah, whatever." And then he like leaves. And yeah, he's, he's like, "Whatever, just don't come near me." And he teleports out. And he's like starting to cry, and it's really sad. And like I don't <laughs> like Sprague, but like I kind of feel bad for him right now. Right. <laughs> um, he'll be fine in one second, but like right now he just like the tone. Barbara Goodson's a real good voice actress. She like, is. The tone of his voice made me feel bad for a robot that I hate. Like, <laughs> but he does change Adam back. And they're like, "Hey, oh no." He lied to us, but then Adam just goes whoop, and it's a real cool thing because he's looking up because he's a little he's a little statue boy, and he's like, ah, it didn't work. Oh no! And then he turns big and he's still looking up. It's just like a nice touch. Yeah, it's a nice little touch. Yeah. But they're like, all right, and they look up at the red battlesword. They're like, hey, Tommy, you cool? And Tommy's like, yeah, I gotta go. But he's in the battlesword when he says this. This made me think. Remember how we were always like, oh, they just yell each other's names while they're fighting and stuff. Is it in their communicators? What if their helmets are, like, soundproof, but they have, like, an intercom system between... So they can all hear each other, but no one outside can well, hear they them. Also can they also casually, they casually talk to Tommy, who is in the po- the cockpit of the Red Battlesword. You're right, but also they have to have some sort of intercom feature. Because right. they do talk to other things as well. But maybe there's also a, a peer-to-peer sort right. of channel. Maybe. Go to channel know. four. I and doubt they thought of it. but <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt they're like, whatever, just call him Tommy. No no one remembers the right, rules, yeah. so whatever. We so remember the rules. Tommy's like, I gotta go. He dips. Cut back to Sprocket on the moon. And Mondo is like, you lost. He's He's got his back to Sprocket. He's just like yelling. He's like, I can't believe you had him so close to you. Let him get away. I, I was waiting for the camera to just like pan to clank. clank. Yeah, I, uh, I, but I it legitimately didn't. thought that he was yelling at Sprocket. He was yelling at Sprocket. I was like, what do you have to say for yourself? And Sprocket goes like, like father, like son. <laughs> and Queen Machine is like, hey, Sprocket, don't sass your dad. <laughs> don't sass your daddy. And he's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, ain't I a stinker? <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Then we cut back to Tommy, who returns to his quest just in time. For an avalanche. He lands on the ground. And then a boulder almost crushes yeah. him. Almost, like, immediately. Immediately. And then there's, like, more boulders that follow it. So, like, something happened. It, it fades to commercial at this point, And we hear, a, oh, somebody help me, please. <laughs> and I was like, that's not Tommy's That's voice. not Tommy. Is that the same guy from no that way. one episode? <laughs> fucking breathe with evil. No. <laughs> uh, but it's not, because we come back from commercial. And it's, somebody help me, please. And Tommy's like, oh, I got to go help oh, the man. I had to help the man. <laughs> so... <laughs> Tommy runs up and he sees the Falcon. The Falcon lands. He's like, Don't you want to touch me to get them answers? And Tommy's like, uh, uh, But the mysterious uh, man is just hanging off a cliff. Off like, a cliff. Hey, I'm going to die here. I'm a real person. That's a fake bird and I'm going to die. And so he's like, All right, Forget the Falcon. I got to help this guy. So he pulls him up and he's like, Congratulations, Tommy. You beat your vision quest. He's super winded. He's very, well, he was just hanging off of a cliff for a while. This is weird because everything is revealed now. Right. This guy's like, oh man, do you have the arrowhead? Because I have an arrowhead. Old wise man gave it to me and said, that's when I was someday a kid. I'll find the other half. And then so I was like, that's what happened to me when I was a kid, asterisk. Yeah. 
sort of. <laughs> I mean, that's technically true. As all, all, all you need to know is that this also happened to me when I was a kid at some point. While I was a child. <laughs> For a minute. My body was physically younger. That's all you need to know. Don't worry about uh, it. So Tommy's like, so who are you? And then the mysterious man says, oh, my name is David Trueheart. I'm your brother. And he grabs his arrowhead, puts them together, and they fuse into one arrowhead. Because they both have halves. Right. Of arrowheads, you know, BFF <laughs> necklaces. <Right. laughs> and he puts them together, and it fuses, and that's it. That's the end of the episode. It feels a little anticlimactic, right? It's, it, I mean, Sammy was right. It led to more questions. It did. First question is, what was the best? The best, I I don't know, I was really into all the boxing. I liked how much they fought the monster this time. I liked that as well. In the interest of being a little different, I'm going to say specifically Adam being like, I want to learn all of the fighting right. ways so I can become <laughs> the best, so I can be the very best like no one ever was. What's the worst? The worst. I can never remember what I didn't like when you ask me. <laughs> Well, I guess that's good, right? Webster's Dictionary defines the worst <laughs> as the least good part of the episode. I don't know. I can't really think of I think something that made me just go, that's stupid. Maybe Tommy be like, I should touch the falcon. I think that I'm might I'm going to catch it. that falcon, and I'm going to... I know your tricks, old wise man, old mystical dust man. <laughs> so who... <laughs> yeah, dust wizard. So I, if I grab I'm that falcon, I win it. your game, and you have to... Answer all my questions. You gotta. I, I beat the vision quest. So who is the MVP then? Cat. Cat's the MVP a lot, but she's the one this she's, episode who's like, "Hey, we could help him instead of standing in the power is, chamber." She is frequently so, the most effective ranger. Yeah, for a lot of reasons. For the like bare minimum definition of MVP, she was the most effective at getting the job done. Yeah, this she episode. was the most valuable power ranger. I'm gonna say it was Ernie. Just for that little look that he did. It could be Ernie, too. Also, we, I want and for just bringing in a boxing guy, because he thought the kids would like it. Right. And he's thing. also like, I know you guys are Power Rangers. Maybe you should learn to punch. Maybe you should learn to punch I good. see you guys kicking all the time. <laughs> Maybe some punches. Throw some punches. Throw your game off. I do... I wanted to mention this before, but I, I forgot to talk about it. I feel like Ernie and Lieutenant Stone hang out. Yeah. Right, during, like, during the opening credits, they are, they're slated together. Yeah. Like, they're a split screen together. I, I think they're kind of secret best friends. I think they're buddies. I think they're Balkan Skull. <laughs> um, but I also, like, you know, they're just, like, kicking back and have a beer. Yeah, they were just kicking back and having a beer. Ta Lieutenant Stone was talking about his old amateur boxing days, and Ernie was like, hey, you should go buy the juice bar. <laughs> Teach the kids how to punch. He's like, yeah, I'll do that for free. And he's yeah, like, good. I'm off duty tomorrow? Yeah. I, I mean, cops have to have days off, right? So I think. He's a lieutenant. I don't know what his schedule's like, but... I mean, obviously he's got an afternoon off, so I just I like to I like to imagine them just being best friends, just hanging out, because there's never been like a like a, a consistent other adult man on the show before. Right? Yeah. So now Ernie finally has someone to talk to about dealing with these kids all the time. Yeah, we might get some more confirmation of that later. Yeah. And so that's it. Any other final thoughts? Um. Yeah. What the heck would this be in Tommy's brother? Right. Is Sam Trueheart Tommy's dad? No. Okay. <laughs> or or did Sam Trueheart? Adopt David Trueheart. I think that's what happened. Here's my problem. Why didn't David tell him all this right away? Unless that was not a real David. That was mystical magic David. I don't think that was real David. I think that was Sam. Or Sam was like, hey, David, your brother's here. He has to go on a vision quest. Please go fall off a cliff. We'll make him chase you up a mountain and then here's, fall off a cliff. <laughs> here's what I think happened. I think David was up that cliff the whole time. And I think that, that Sam oh. uses dust wizard magic... To just make an illusion of him. So to like, Tommy would follow it and find and save yeah. his brother. 
That's what okay. I think happened. Because uh, right. David's just a guy. Um, yeah, he's just a dude. Unless like Sam taught him some some tricks. Cause, no, cause I, I don't want to spoil anything, but like he just hangs out with the Power Rangers after this. <laughs> he's just a guy. Yeah. I think what happened was Sam adopted David and Tommy's parents adopted Tommy. Okay. Whoever they are. The Olivers. The Olivers. They adopted Tommy. So, I mean, this is like pretty cool. I, here's the thing I really like about this episode this is the most final thoughts we've had in like a hundred episodes. Yeah. But here's the thing I really like is that it's a continuation from the last episode, but it's not a part but two. But it's not a part two. And that is the, nice. And the next one, the image, the like the picture on the on Netflix, it looks like Tommy and David just like yeah. in karate geese in a cave. I don't know what's going on there, but like it's it, the more... episode the next episode is called Found and Lost. Oh, I like that. So if I had to guess, the bad guys probably steal David. <laughs> Probably. Anyway, but I it's think like, it's like intricate multiple part storytelling without yeah, being like they're just part like, one, part everything's two. overlapping yeah. and layers. Look at this, and it's guys. Just interesting. It's just so interesting. All right. So Morphin Grid, that's it. Anything else? I think no, I think we're done. Okay, cool. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Morphingrid. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Morphingrid. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to leave us a rating review, that would be sweet. We super appreciate it. We didn't check to see if we had any new ones, but we'll do that next time. Yeah. We got another episode. We're not going anywhere. There'll be a next time. And also, we're on Patreon. So if you like what we do here, or if you enjoy our other podcasts, such as Pokemon World Tour, or GasCast Games and Sports, or our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Josh, uh, then you can go to patreon.com slash Josh and kick a couple bucks our way and support the show, and you get some cool stuff in return. Uh, there's different tiers, and you get different stuff, and it's very fun. While we're talking about other podcasts, guys, we need you to send topics, fun topics you want us to talk about. Anything that you've ever thought would be fun for us to talk about. Anything. Anything at all. I have suggested dog shows and something else. What else did I say? Uh, Time travel? No. Nope, I didn't say time travel. Although that's in the bucket. High school? I don't remember. Uh, Something else. I don't remember. Danielle suggested the show Reboot. I would have to watch some. They'll put that one on the back. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's anything you guys want, like any kind of topic. So the, this is for uh, the Hey Jake and Josh podcast, which like our Patreon patrons unlocked. We just don't have enough topics to kind of to start it yet. Start it yet. So basically, what we're gonna do is we're gonna pick a topic out of a hat, and for 30 minutes, we're gonna talk about it. And like that's it, bell to bell, 30 minutes to talk about it. And so it'll kind of give us places to put our tangents instead of yeah. during these episodes. And specifically during Pokemon World Tour, because they happen more frequently over there. Either way, that's... I mean, now. Now. We have 200 episodes of this under our belt. Right. So, if you have any topics, send them in to either the Morphin Grid or to Josh at gmail.com, or the Twitter is at Josh, or just either of us individually. Just send them in. Just send them in. Just send them in to us. (laughs) And then also, guys, remember, bit.ly slash gridzine1 is where you can find the first episode of the Morphin Grid zine, and it's pretty cool, and Josh put a lot of work into it. I did. And I put a little work into it. <laughs> uh, well, you you compiled everything. I did a lot of the wrangling. Gathering all the yeah. stuff. That was all you. I had almost nothing to do with that. I so, just put it all together in in pretty in a pretty uh, layout. It looks good. Uh, so go check that out. It's only $3. Come on, guys. You got got three bucks. (laughs) All right, that's it. We're going to stop chilling. We're going to go. We'll see you on Monday with Found and Lost. But until then, may may the power protect you.
Every single episode we have starts this way now. This is just how raw audio starts. Us going, which one of us needs a date? Okay, let me get it. 